Jard is sponsored by Five the Gamer, so for all of your headset needs, go to fivethegamer.com and use discount code JARD20 at checkout to receive 10% off your next order. Jard is also partnered with Xtiffy, so for all of your GTA resources, go check out xtiffy.com. That's x-t-i-f-f-i.com. We do have our own website, complete with a full episode catalog, merch, and more information about each of our cast members, so you can find that at jarredpodcast.com. We are also on Patreon, so to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash jarredpodcast. Ready then. I was too. <coughs> I'm in. Dougie's in. Amber's in. Yes. We're, we're good. Oh yikes! Oh, what were you not ready this time? As if I'm always ready. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I am. That's why I'm the one that counts it down. Not really a countdown, is it? Um, you guys need, you should know by now that you need to be on your feet. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Charred. <laughs> Not a bit of a fuck-up of entrances last week. <laughs> Hi. Um, I, I, oh, God, fuck shit. Wow, okay, fuck. maybe I, I retract my last time, and maybe it is a fuck-up entrance like last week. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No, I. You're I just, already giving him work to do in editing. I, I just. <laughs> I've been thinking about this 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 episode all day because. Why. My day is just. I I refrained from like, telling you guys a lot in the group chat because I wanted to save it for this episode, but it's like. The longer my day went on, the more happened, and I'm like, oh my god, this like opening monologue is gonna be like half an hour. I mean, I'm I'm happy scrapping my notes, and maybe we just talk about your day. Um, I'm, I'm I'm good with that. No, I just want you guys to listen to the Not pure happen, fuckery that happened to me today. Okay. So, well, what was your fuckery today? Okay, so tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Okay, so I I spent well, I got I ordered a a large haul. From um, Savage Fenty, which is Rihanna's lingerie website, right? Like a very large haul. Um, <clears throat> supposed to be for tomorrow, and um, I got an email this morning that one of my shipments they shipped it in two different shipments. So like, yeah. Anyway, I got an email that one was delivered today, and I'm like, well, that was this morning. I'm like, uh, I haven't seen it. Cause like we have the doorbell cam and like no one's been to the front door today. And I checked the email and it's like, Oh, delivered to your old address. And I'm like, Oh God. I'm like, if they deliver it to my old house, like why? That's kind of weird that they would leave it at a house. That's obviously empty. Like mm. no one has lived in that house since we were there. And that's been like almost <laughs> a year. So, um, <clears throat> I'm like, whatever. So I call my mom and I'm like, Hey, FedEx dropped my package off at the old house. Can you go pick it up? Because she's only like a few doors down. My mom is like out of commission sick. This is my first time hearing of it. She's got like this killer sinus infection. She's like, I literally cannot get off the couch. Wow. I'm like, 
okay, it's fine. I'm like, you know, I would have to come out there and pick it up from you anyway, so I'll just go out there myself and get it, and then while I'm out there, I'll bring you some meds and, you know, whatever, feel better stuff. Um, <clears throat> so I get to the old house. Mind you, this is like a 30-minute drive from where we currently live. We, we were like in the country at the old house. So I go all the way out there, get to the house. It's not on the porch, not on the side porch. Um, sometimes when we lived there, they would like open the, the front door or the storm door on the front and like tuck our stuff in between the storm door and the actual door so that it wasn't like exposed. Right. Wasn't there. Checked the mailbox. It wasn't there. And I'm like, this is so weird. Like, why is this? Where is it? So my first instinct was to go to our neighbor's house, our closest neighbor. Um, <clears throat> because when we lived there, he got a lot of our packages and vice versa. Like FedEx was constantly fucking it up. So I went to his house, and I'm like, hey, I don't know if you remember me. I used to live next door. I got a package today. It says it was delivered. It's not at the house. I'm just trying to see if maybe it came here. He's like, no, I haven't seen anything. And, like, he checked his front porch for me. And he's like, yeah, it's not here. He's like, but give me your number, and if it shows up or if I see the driver over there, I'll let you know. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I gave him my number, and I looked in his mailbox. He told me I could check his mailbox if I wanted to. Not there. I'm like, okay, this is getting curiouser and curiouser where is my package yeah. <laughs> um so then i went to the neighbor on the other side of the old house which i've never interacted with her at all before i'd never even met her but i went over there and i told her what happened she's like no i, I haven't seen your package you can check my mailbox if you want to and make sure to check my side porch on your way out because they might have left it there uh yeah package not at her house whatsoever so then like, like, last-ditch effort, I go to the guy across the street who, he's lived there as long as we lived at the old house. He's a very elusive character. Like, his house is, like, off the road a little bit, like, behind a lot of shrubbery. Like, we, the only time we ever saw this guy was when he was coming and going on beer runs numerous times a day, every single day. Right. Is that the Natty Light dude? Yes, it is the Natty Light guy. This guy would, there was like a gas station like a mile away from our house. He would make numerous trips to that gas station a day for 12 packs of natural light beer. Wow. That's like the only time we ever saw this guy. But anyway, he, his car was there, so I know he was home, but he did not come to the door. I'm like, great, this dude is passed out drunk. So I guess I'm not going to see him today. But I didn't see my package anywhere on his porch. So I'm like, what do I do? Like, where is my package? I mean, this is like, I ordered $300 worth of stuff from this website. Oh, shit. I, I do want to clarify for the listeners, I am not a total money-blowing idiot. I got it for $50. <laughs> because on the website, there's like a monthly membership fee that goes towards credits on the website. And I had a lot of credits saved up. <laughs> so I got $300 worth for 50 bucks. <laughs> right. Cool. That's, that's better. That's better. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Ooh. Um, so at that point I like get on the phone trying to call FedEx, but weird thing about FedEx and I think pretty much any other shipping place, they, for whatever reason, do not make the local office phone numbers very easy to find. If no, they do not at all. No, like, they do not. You, and I can attest to this because the FedEx guys around here are idiots. Uh, yeah, cool. I, like, tried to find the number to our local FedEx, and it just kept giving me this 800 number. Like, I had no option but to call the 800 number, even though there was one right down the road from us. I'm like, oh, my God. So I take my mom her stuff, and I drop it off, and then I drive back into town to 
the FedEx I'm most familiar with by the airport. And I get there, and the girl, she asked for my tracking number, so I give it to her. And she's like, oh, you're at the wrong FedEx. You'll have to go to this one. And she gives me the address. It's only like five miles away. I'm like, okay, no biggie. It's not that far. No problem. So I go to the next FedEx. And this place is locked down tighter than fucking Fort Knox. Like, I'm talking like high, like chain link fences, barbed wire, um, key panels for keying in like passcodes and card swipes and all this stuff. And I'm like, I, first of all, I don't even know how to like get into this place. <laughs> so I, at first I tried to, there was, like a, there was like a door in the chain link fence and I tried to pull that and it was locked. And then there's like this metal revolving security door that like it revolves if it's unlocked but if it's locked it it doesn't move and so i saw that there was a little box on the fence and it's like pretty much the equivalent of a ring doorbell cam like there's a little camera it's like a speaker box so i rang the button and the girl's like oh how can i help you i'm like i'm looking for a package that says it was delivered and it's not been delivered i can't find it and she's like okay what's the tracking number give her the tracking number she's like okay well, just give me a few minutes and i'll be right out i'm like okay and just just to set the tone here to let you the boys know what it was like here in Fayetteville today it was 39 degrees midday which for you Celsius boys that's 4 degrees 4 degrees windy oh. rainy um yeah pretty much just a total UK weather sounds like UK weather yeah. just constantly so just, I'm I'm right there with you <laughs> just it, it was terrible it was awful and so I'm like waiting outside in this weather, outside FedEx, for her to let me in. Yeah. They make me wait out there at least 20 minutes. And like the only sort of shelter I had was above the revolving metal door, there was like an overhead covering of maybe like a foot wide. Uh, that was it. That was all I had to take shelter from the weather. And on top of that, I was wearing flats. Oh, so, no. <laughs> because, I mean, oh. when I when I left the house, it was like, I gotta hurry up and get to my old house in case someone tries to take off with my package. I mean, we never had a problem with porch pirates before, but still, I mean, I didn't want my stuff to get wet either. Yeah. So, it was just like, okay, just throw on something real quick, and flats are, you know, they just slip them right on, you're out the door. I didn't expect to be trudging through my neighbor's yards and mud <laughs> and, like, puddles and... So, yeah, by this time that I'm at this FedEx waiting outside in the rain, my feet were so cold and wet, and I fucking hate when my feet are wet and they're not supposed to be. I cannot stand it. Like, <laughs> at this point, my feet have been constantly wet for about two hours, probably. So I'm just, like, chilling out there. Literally chilling. Chilling. <laughs> chilling. Like... <laughs> My feet were so cold and wet. They were they were starting to hurt. I think I was on the path to numbness with them yeah. at that point. It's like, at first it sucked. Then they were hurting. I was like, okay, next step, they're about to go numb. I'm about to not be able to feel my feet anymore. I'm going to have, like, frostbite. It's cool. It's fine. Whatever. So, anyway, after, <coughs> after, after more than 20 minutes out there, the girl finally comes out. She's like, oh, you're still here. I'm like... <laughs> Oh, you're still here? You said, wait, wait, I'll go, I'll go no. have a look. What the fuck? So 
So she approaches me at the gate and she begins to explain to me what's going on. And then she's like, oh, never mind, just come inside. I'm like, thank God. Like, I've already been waiting out here 20 something minutes and you're just going to stand here outside and talk to me? Like, no, let me in. Wow. <laughs> like, just let me in. So she takes me inside and she's like, okay, so I called the manager of the driver that has your package. He said he still has it. So um, we'll just get it from him tonight and we'll reroute it and we'll ship it out to you on your or at your new address on Monday. So we get inside and she goes to her office or she takes me to her office. And literally as we're walking into her office, her phone is ringing and it's the driver of my truck who's like, yeah, I still have the package. No one lives at that address anymore. And she's like, yeah, I know, the girl's here right now, and she said that it was it was her old address, and so you need to bring it back here. And so I'm like, is there any way at all possible that I could get this before Monday? Because this is like a Valentine's Day situation. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah, so, you know, we he'll just drop it off today, and then you can come by tomorrow and pick it up anytime. We're open for, from 8 to 4. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. I was like, by the way, there is a second package in this shipment like it was a two package shipment and that other package is also set to go to that old address so if I give you my new address can you intercept the package and have it transferred to my new address she's like yeah sure takes my new address down and then I think it's resolved so I go to leave um and then I go into Hope Mills which is close pretty much where I currently live to go to a bakery to get some Valentine's treats and then I come out of the bakery, get in the car, check my phone, and I have a text from a number that I don't recognize. And it says, the FedEx guy just left the package at the old house. And so I'm like, this is my neighbor. This is my old neighbor texting me like he said he would because he saw the FedEx driver. And mind you, I would like to put emphasis on this. I am in Hope Mills at this time. 30 minutes, like, I'm pretty much at home again yeah. from my old house. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my, for fuck's sake. Oh, like, no. so I leave from the bakery, go back to my old house, and I get there, and it's the, um, okay, I don't know why they split these shipments up, because package two was literally one item. Wow. It was just, it was just a bra. It was just a bra. I don't know why it couldn't have been put into the other shipment, whatever. But this FedEx driver put it in like a plastic bag, like tied it in a plastic bag and left it just on the front porch in the rain and just left it at what's clearly an empty house. I'm like, sweet. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. I wish my tail ended there. So now I have package two. (laughs) Now I have package two, okay? The one bra, the single bra that they still delivered to my old house, even though they said they would have it sent to my new house. So I'm going to go pick up package one tomorrow. That's cool. It's fine. But then I, I had to go to Walmart to pick up something that I ordered for Charles, and I was only able to pick it up from Walmart and Hope Mills. Which, if anyone listening to this has been to Walmart and Hope Mills, you will know that no one makes the conscious decision to go to Walmart and Hope Mills. They're not bad. That is not that is not no, somewhere that you choose to go. That's not somewhere that you would willingly go. Of all the Walmarts, 
I think that it is a lot of people have been robbed at that Walmart. That Walmart is okay. That Walmart is the epitome of Walmart, just in general. Like you see, like those websites, like PeopleofWalmart.com. All of that is at this Walmart. (laughs) Like seriously, (laughs) it is like it is so old. The only people that go there are people wearing their pajamas. Literally, oh, like I you, hate you would that. think, you would think I that's kind of that. like a a standard just in in terms of Walmart. No, like the newer WalMarts, you might see a couple people in their jammies. No, Hope Mills Walmart. All you are going to see is NASCAR T-shirts, mullets, and pajamas. <laughs> I hate Hope Mills Walmart so much. Okay, <laughs> and it was so crowded. Because it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. It was so fucking crowded. I was probably there for two hours. And when... I don't know about you, Amber, but when I go to, like, Walmart on a crowded day, I get into, like, this panic mode. This super anxious mode. Mm -hmm. My brain, Mm -hmm. like, scrambles. I don't... I suddenly forget what I'm there for. And I'm just kind of, like, wandering down the aisles, just, like, guessing. And I I actually end up impulse buying a lot of stuff because I genuinely cannot remember what I'm supposed to get. Because I'm so frantic. I just, like, want to get out of there. That was one of those. That's why I do pick up from now on. This is one of those. (laughs) Well, I had to go in to get this particular item. Like, I had no choice. I... Yeah, oh, that th- this 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 was one of those Walmart days, and I'm just like, for two hours too, I just, <laughs> and then we know. ordered Mikasita for dinner, and they screwed us on the cheese dip. You cannot have Mikasita without cheese dip. <laughs> that is the essence of Mikasita. Okay, like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, they'll figure. <laughs> After this entire day. Obviously, this was going to happen. Fuck you, no. So, yeah. I, I had been, like... I, I know I hadn't, like, said very much in the group chat today, and it was because all of this was going on, and then I didn't want to tell you guys the whole story because I'm like, I'm saving this for the podcast. I'm not surprised. And I thought... And I was sat here all day well. thinking, I have a rough day. <laughs> Fuck. When- no. Today <laughs> fucking sucked. <laughs> <sighs> Shit. Always for some damn panties. <laughs> Like, <laughs> oh fuck! I, I mean, FedEx just sucks all around. I mean, I, yeah, but that fucking hell. Well, now that I got that out of my system, so Ryan's gonna be presenting today. <laughs> so what do you got for us, Ryan? I'm good. I mean, can we just leave it as that? <laughs> That's the episode. That's the episode. <laughs> We're 20 minutes in, and to be fair, it's gonna be. This is going to be over in 20 seconds. Um, <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, my time today, um, as I gave my clue last week, it is a, another creature of sorts. I had never heard about this until I started doing my research. Um, I was reaching out to people going like, look, I I know nothing about urban legends. I I like I'd heard of them, but I never really knew what they were, what the concept was, what like like Ness Monster, for example, blah, blah, blah. I didn't know that was an urban legend. So I reached out to a few people, I'm like, look, I need your help. 
Um, one friend I'm going to give a shout out to Sophie. She was fantastic. She sent me a fuckload of just open. It was her. It was she was like, "This is my jam. Let me just send you all of the ones that I've heard of and the ones that would be best suited for like what the sort of <laughs> thing you're looking for." So I was like, "Sweet." Went through it all. Correspond to it as well with my mum, and she was like, "Right, this one for definite is what I've got to do." So it's called the Beast of Bodmin Moor. And I'm thank fuck I said that right because for ages I was pronouncing Bodmin more in ways you would not think it could be pronounced. Trust me. <laughs> so, um, basically, in British folklore, the beast of Bodmin Moor is a phantom wild cat living in Cornwall. Uh, for those who don't know the geography of England, like I didn't just a few hours ago. Uh, Cornwall is literally right down on the southwest. As, you, as you're looking, at the, it's like the almost the little tail pins of it that's coming off the bottom. That, that's Cornwall down there. Um, it became the, the centre of attention after sightings from 1978. So, not that too far back. Um, it started to come around when farms were reporting that their livestock were just being brutally mutilated. They were just finding pieces of them just all over kind of like the photos just sent us of that what was it beaver of sorts or something from if you're from your episode um so yeah so it's most so after that that's when people were like oh it's we're going to call it the beast of bodmin moor that's it just how it started people were just finding mutilated livestock and they just started to call it the beast of bodmin moor because some people had seen some sightings on some form of cat but hadn't got like a clear um visual of it over time, reports have been coming through and there's been over 60 sightings of a form of Black Panther-like cat, supposedly supporting uh, sharp, long uh, razor teeth between three to five feet long um, and sporting white, yellow eyes. And it looks anywhere between cross of a domestic house cat and a panther. So, figured that one out. Just basically just a cat sized up bigger I guess <laughs> uh, and I have got some photos it's a kitty so I'm happy it, it, it's a kitty I'm going to send some photos through in a bit some one of which you'll be like okay that's not too bad but the other one you'll be like really uh, yeah just, just wait um, so yeah so after all these sightings were coming through and these reports people were like okay we, we really need to start like, looking into this because no one really knows what the hell it is um, so in 1995 the year of me, the year I was graced onto this planet. The government ordered that there was going to be an official investigation into it, basically, um, because there was there was just too much going on, too much panic and fear because no one knew what it was. Um, and the final report concluded that there was no... Oh, I hope I said this right. Ver okay, yeah. Verifiable evidence to support the big cat <coughs> of Bodmin Moor, although it was also very carefully stated that there was no evidence against it either so there was no like uh, breeding grounds there was no like skeletal remains there was no hardcore proof that it did exist but also there was enough evidence to substantially support that it could also still be legit so shortly after this went this went live this report went out um, another like investigation went through for six months after a uh, after a boy found a skull by the river banks of uh, River Fowley. 
well, fo Foley, sorry, Foley. Um, this, this investigation went for six months after this boy came forward with the skull. After the six months, the Natural History Museum boringly soon found it to be a skull of a leopard. That was it. Which was imported uh, to the country as part of a leopard skin rug. First of all, whoever the fuck decided to import that, fuck you. Um, yeah, that was all it was. Okay. So after that, the hypothesis started to die down again, obviously, because it, it went really high and people were like going to, like, people going in to do documentaries, people were going down to specifically try and do sightings of it, blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, some other people have been reported to be chased by this, uh, by this cat. Um, apparently they've described it as being you know, three to five feet long, muscles, like, like you can really see like it's muscles in its back. Like you don't really see a horse galloping, like kind of, like, it's like kind of the same around its entire body. Um, other people have spotted it off in the distance, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and some grainy photos and video footage do exist, but again, not enough to prove that it's real. So there's two, two photos I have got, which I'll get onto in a bit, but the clearest ones that I could really find. The video footage I was gonna show, but like with Amber's again, the video footage that I had got has recently again been taken down. So thank you again, YouTube, for that one. That's fucking great. YouTube's really screwing over our Open Legends series. Um, Why does YouTube want to fuck us so bad? It really does. The, the thing was as well, I was going to show it for comedic context because in the video, I'll say it did look like a cat. It just looked like a general domestic cat. Like it was in this back, uh, in this woman's backfield. Um, and she was started to run after it and she got right up close to it and it did just look like a cat but it was very very shaky and very blow because she was like oh my god oh my god oh my god and i was sat here like that's a fucking cat that is generally a cat i turned around and my cat was sat behind me i'm like it could just be it could just want to be you so yeah but yeah once the controversy died down of um of this investigation of this leopard skull and whatever some more signs were still being reported um, up until 1998, video footage was released that clearly showed a black animal, probably a big cat, again around three to uh, three to five feet long. Uh, the video described by the curator of New Quay Zoo and a and a wildcat expert as the best evidence yet that big cats do indeed uh, roam Bodmin Moor in Cornwall as part of yet another batch of, of information submitted to the government uh, local MP, Paul Tyler. So the fact that this curator came out and said that it is the best evidence yet was enough to start stirring it up again. So now, if you're like to go to our group chat on Facebook, I'm gonna send through the first photo that I have. Okay. Oh, kitty, kitty. That's, that's literally just a cat. It's literally just a cat, isn't it? The thing that throws... The, the, don't worry. The, kitty, the kitty. head looks small compared to the body. Exactly. Exactly. That was my first thought as well. Don't worry, viewers. This will go on the screen for you to, to look at as well. Don't worry. Um, yeah, it. the body looks way out of proportion, obviously, to its head. Um, it's elongated. <laughs> yeah, to me, to me, at first glance, for me, I thought that's a house cat's head photoshopped onto a, of, of a horse's body behind the grass. <laughs> you know, that was that was my first initial thought. Like, uh, the, but yeah, the more came out about it, people literally described that to be the cat. 
That's it. And apparently that is the best evidence that, that they have against this. The artist rendition, which I'll see if I can quickly find now. I didn't save the artist rendition. I want to see if I can uh, real quick just to send it through because that is more compatible. If you would think. don't leave that cat alone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it just doesn't look right. It's... No, it doesn't. Mm. It really doesn't. Really, really doesn't. Um, okay. This is... Those, the eyes was... don't look like a normal cat's eyes, though. No. 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 So that is what I've just said. That's the artist rendition of what people think it's meant <laughs> yeah, to be. Right. Which is... Yeah. <laughs> which is what you would think it would be more to be like, being an urban legend and all that. You would think it'd be more towards that. But no, but when you, you compare the two side by side, it's like, really? <laughs> That's what we've I got? <laughs> I couldn't picture that first one tearing an animal apart. It doesn't look like no. it could do that. No, it really doesn't. It just you like you go up and stroke it, take it home. Like, oh, you'll be my little kitty. It, like, it just the rendition. Yeah. The rendition. Yes, that looks like it. That it, looks like it would tear your face off. Yes. So yeah, um, some more theories came out uh, once this had come out. Once you know, once this uh, photo came out as well, of what it would be. Um, perhaps it was a big cat that escaped from one of the nearby zoos or a private collection that was imported in again, um, but wasn't reported because obviously it's illegal to have them in this country. It, it just is without proper, um, paperwork, you can't have them obviously like with most places. Um, but scientists did come out and reject said theory that they couldn't have escaped. It couldn't survive out in the UK wild for too long. Um, because the numbers needed to sustain a breeding population, a wild cat is believed to. Oh no, I've, I've skipped too far ahead. My bad. Yeah, it couldn't. It couldn't sustain a breeding population, as it'd be too large for the food supply. Uh, some believe the animal in a species of a wild cat that is believed to have become extinct in Britain more than a hundred years ago. That is all people can put it down to. Um which doesn't explain the photo even still. Like, come on. Um, but some of the people come forward and say, no, it's it's got to be legit because we're hearing screaming, we're hearing um, growling and hissing, of like fighting and whatever. And I did see some, uh, sorry, hear some audio footage as well from uh, this video clip of a farmer like film, filming his sheep or something. It's really weird. Um, and they like suppress the audio in the background. I'll see if I can get that in in some way, but it's, it wasn't easy to try and zip. It genuinely just sounded like two cats fighting. If you've ever heard two cats fighting, obviously it sounds it sounds vicious as it is. But it just it genu you could just yeah. put it down to that. Or like for me in the UK, just wild foxes having a go at each other. It, that's it. It's, it it just sounded too similar. Um, however, the meanings the sightings still continue. <laughs> Some of the locals as well. This got me, and I didn't. I didn't go down to this hole because it's not the right series for it. But some people even have put it down to the paranormal. I, I don't know. I didn't go any further because it's like we're doing our legends, not paranormal. So I just, I just left it as that. I was like, if you want to think it's a paranormal phantom cat, then that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Uh, the beast has also been reported in many places, including. Um, St. Austell, uh, Four Lanes, Hale and Plymouth, which are just uh, north 
east, just upper northeast of uh, Cornwall. Okay, yeah, and this is one of the sightings that have come through from St. Austell. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right, by the way. This next one. Just, I... What is that tail? What Get the that fuck? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the sighting. Why is the tail yeah. that long? I don't know. And what I don't get is as to why you don't see a tail in the first one um, compared to... <laughs> this was the second one uh, the tail is just as long as the body I don't get it to me when I first saw this it, it looks like if I if I had a child and he came home from school and had painted that or had drawn it I'd put it on the fridge and I'd be very proud it, it this is what it looks like to me <laughs> it looks like the cat I would have drawn when I was at school like in, in my you know artwork but no, this is a legitimate, this is a legitimate photograph that came out, and people were like, "This is a beast of bothering me." Like I've, I've zoomed in, and it sort of looks more like a, a bull, of a small bull, having yeah a power a power ship. <laughs> Extremely explosive diarrhea. Yeah, it actually, it actually, but the other end looks like it's coming out of the ground. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, it's, it's I mean, just, it's so well, it grainy you can't really tell. But yeah, yeah, it, it's head. But if you like, uh, you look at the head. Yeah, and it's sort of got more of a bull's shape, bull-shaped head, and the torso. Yeah, is with the way it's almost. It can be it, see. It can be a look at two different ways. Now that you've said that, to me, if it, if it was looking almost like at the waters, then yes, I could see the bull. But if you're also thinking in perspective that it could be looking towards whoever took the photo. Then I can kind of see uh, a form of cat's head. It, it, it all depends on the perspective of, of who's looking yeah. at it and how you're looking at it. But yeah, you're right. I mean, the hind legs as well, and its rear end, it is very bull-like, very cow-like, or or even a horse. Mm. You know, I mean, because of, of how it's how it's shaped. The legs it's not are how too you would... stumpy for a horse. Oh yeah, yeah. But I meant like the muscles. It, it looks there. more like a calf, a bull yeah. calf, a black bull calf. Yeah. With a really weird tail. So, yeah, so that was an the animal with a tail that just goes straight out. Straight like out, this. almost like it's propping it up. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I've never seen, I mean, I, I haven't seen a, a panther draw leopard in, in, in person, but I know that, I mean, the tail's obviously really long, so it needs to balance out the body, but that just looks so out of proportion. It just, just, yeah, it doesn't look right. Exactly. Uh, but they are the two main pieces of evidence to support sightings, at least, of, uh, of this beast. Uh, it was also first claimed that Mary Chipperfield, a 1970s British circus entertainer, released three pumas into the wild following the closure of her zoo in Plymouth in 1978. Now, that's when the sightings were first... Um, of mutilated wild stock first came through. Another claim was made in 2016 uh, by Dartmouth uh, Dart Zoo about a pack of pumas released in the 1980s, which would explain the existence of big cats on the moor for the last 30 years. However, scientists have rejected the theory again based on the grounds that the numbers needed to sustain breeding population of big cats would be too large for the food supply. 
hate to bring it to an end that quickly, but that is literally it. I'll state my sources real quick. Uh, Cornwalls.co.uk, um, uh, cornwalllive.com, uh, and this, the website got me here. I wanted to save it for this moment. Bodminjail.org. <laughs> I just like how you got the jail in there. So, so yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say right now, I don't believe the Beast of Bob and Mort is a real thing. I... What's interesting... Oh, go ahead. I do. I believe in all kitties. No, no, I believe, it, I believe it's a kitty cat of sorts, but I don't believe it is a mythical urban legend beast. The fact is, is as well, the UK has reported many, many, many times before of sightings of panthers in just out in the world. We have one literally God, five, six miles down the road. Just recently, just a few years ago, uh, one was reported on the main road going um, from one village to the next town. There is so many car crashes just on the road going up said way at night times, for example, because people are swerving out the road, you know, trying to avoid this, you know, what they're, what they're seeing or seeing eyes in, in the shrubbery. There's loads of newspaper articles on it as well, but it's all later come out. It's actually been a panther, but people are like, oh, no, no, that's the beast of bombing more. It's like, we're in Leicester, miles away from Plymouth and Cornwall. No. Just come up for a visit. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm more down for the fact that it, the, the beast of bombing more is just a form of, panther or or puma that's probably still somehow managed to survive this long um and the evidence as well that came forward with uh from the skull that was found that it was a leopard skull um imported in a again just based on all the evidence that's there i'm generally just for a wild cat not a not a mythical creature when i started doing research for urban legends in north carolina or like seeing what were the most prominent ones. It's kind of funny because there's a very similar one here. Oh, it really? Was called, yeah, it was called mm -hmm. the Vampire mm -hmm. Beast of Bladenborough. Well, and wow. it was it was literally yep. almost an identical story, except this was like in the maybe it was the early 1900s, somewhere between the 20s and the 40s, I think, something like that. Maybe right. even I don't know. I don't know if it was 1800s. Anyway, it was it was way back when and there were issues with people's livestock and their pets and a lot the one well the biggest reason why I did not cover that urban legend was because this animal was slaughtering dogs a lot. Like wow. a lot of dogs. Livestock, things like like animals on people's farms. Mm. And there were reports from people who had seen it describing it as a large cat like a mountain lion or something like something along those lines it's like literally identical yeah i mean i was i was also going to do uh, people were also saying oh why don't you do loch ness monster which i was going to do until you came forward with normie from lake norman and i was like mm, if she's doing normie i don't want to do like i don't want to do a lot you know i don't want to do nessie because it's too simple it'd be probably a good one to because didn't the Scots have something to do with going over to Lake Norman or something? So I could do that. Um, but the, the fact that your title for your Possibly. beast over there is way much better. What was it? Vampire what? It's a vampire beast of Bladenborough, I think. That title is something more badass. Like, <laughs> even the title, even the title is <laughs> like... I mean, yeah, Beast of Bodmin more. 
I mean, Bonnemore is the place, but even that sounds brilliant. The titles, the sightings, the description, how the animal behaves. It's like, it's all the same. Yeah. Oh, we've got, we've got the big cats over here as well, apparently. Yeah. Um, Had it here in Western Australia and over east. Yeah. Eastern states have also supposedly got big cats roaming around. See, this is what this is what just leads me to believe more that it is just some form of wild cat because it's not unheard of that anywhere in the world has got one. Um, well, see, um, my brother-in-law used to work on a a station out in a, a farm, basically out hmm. in the middle of nowhere, and um, they had a big issue with wild cats, stray cats, and whatnot. Um, right. So, previously, domestic-owned cats either been abandoned or run away. They get out in the bush, kill wildlife, and um, whatnot. And they'd actually get paid for killing them, and right. um, because they're destroying a native fauna. And yeah, flora. yeah. Um, and he said some of the cats they've come across were quite large, right. like. At least two foot sort of thing for a domestic cat is huge. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> and so there's, yeah, they can grow quite big depending on how long they've been living off the land and what they've had to do to survive. Yeah. It's typical, um, oh, I've forgotten that word now. Yeah, anyway. It, but it, yeah, is there. Is but, there... Yeah, right. I can't. I don't expect in a couple of generations a little pussy cat to turn into something the size of a, a puma or a panther. Yeah, no. <laughs> and that's the and that's the other thing as well. The other thing as well. All all like leads of people trying to go out and find it again led to a dead end. There was nothing found. Again, no skeletal remains. Just like with Bigfoot, nothing has really been apart from that one that was found to be a, a leopard skull that was imported in the the rest is is just all led to a blank dead end that that that's it so yeah <laughs> no but it was definitely interesting to to read into for sure because i knew i get again i knew nothing about it so this this research that i'm having to do for all my other ones is it, great education for me it's just a shame so far the first one i've done i was halfway through and i was like yeah i don't believe it <laughs> What is with you, urban legend naysayers? Why are you going to present stuff that you don't you don't feel is real? <laughs> well, you have to the, put your heart and soul into it. The, 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 the one that, the, it's not. It's not even necessarily that. Sometimes you start off believing it, and then the more that it goes on, it's as like, you read, oh. you're like, wait a second. That's pretty much exactly what happened. Because I did exactly. want to. That I did want to believe it, but just as I got further down with the evidence that came out, I was like, oh. It's just pointing more towards that. The other one that I do, I do want to do this other one, but it's not, it's an urban legend, but it's slash paranormal. So it, it's, I don't really know whether to do it or not because it is mainly paranormal. Um, I'll, I'll look into it and see what it actually comes out more to be like. But the, this other one that I have looked into, I definitely would believe either way because I believe in the paranormal. So. Well, I mean, one of Amber's is like paranormal adjacent, so. Fuck it, I'll do it then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do it. Also, could we just address Jess's top? <laughs> <laughs> 
You would, since you bought it. I'm sorry, but it's just fucking awesome. <laughs> I'll, I'll show our viewers. Cinnamon toast blunts. And also... <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I can never wear this literally anywhere. Wasn't and I panicked tonight because we stepped in here and I was like, oh my god, I've already worn this onesie on the show before. I can't wear this again. I thought, you, I thought you'd wore the black one, not the, not the one that you had on. I'm pretty sure I've worn all my onesies on the show before. I've lost track. You've popped the pussy so many times. Because y'all know I be wearing onesies. Like, there's no way I haven't cycled through all my onesies. I get so excited when I get a new one. I have to wear it for that show. <laughs> I'm the onesie collector. The onesie collector. That can go on my t-shirt, my jarred t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, oh my god, I can't wear this again. What should I wear? And I'm like, wait. You know what I haven't worn before? <laughs> so anyway, thanks for that ryan you're welcome i feel smug about it i don't care you're welcome i thought i think it's the best thing i've found <laughs> to a degree to a degree well i i don't i don't know if those watching have noticed but there is a small dog couch behind me with no um, dog. With no dog. I, I brought it in here because Sadie has been in and out of here this whole time that we've been here. Well, before we started recording, like, she's been in and out a lot. So I'm like, oh, I'll just bring her little couch in here. She can hang out if she comes back in. She never came back in, as you guys can, can yes. <laughs> collect. Um, instead, she's in Charles' room, sleeping on, on one of the boys' little beds, which uh, the boys are chihuahuas. So, it's like half her body is like <laughs> on the floor and the other half is in the bed and she's like passed out. If she comfy, like, she comfy. I'm like, you little shit. You, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dougie, are you so, ready for your episode? I was just about to say, Dougie, you ready? No, but I will be. <laughs> you, know what, you know what you're doing? Yeah. I believe in you, Dougie. I'm not saying I'm intrigued because I've not heard a lot of urban legends to come out of Australia. There's, there's actually not many. <laughs> I know, I didn't um, think so. A, a very select few. Yeah. What was that fucking movie? Um, oh, God. God, there was this Australian movie. It was a scary movie. It was, oh, fuck. I can't remember if it was based on true events or not. Kangaroo Jack? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> How was that a scary movie, Ryan? It was, <laughs> it was. <laughs> I know the one you're talking about, Jess. I just can't think of it at the moment. Uh, the name is As like great. Mo- it Wolf, was a great Wolf movie. Creek. Wolf, Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek. Mm. Is that was that an urban that that was just that's true events? An, that wasn't an urban legend. Yeah, that's not an urban legend. <laughs> urban legend. Oh, yeah. Sound like me. Shut up. I don't know about that. No, we've got some interesting ones, but they're very limited. Like, I'm, de- I'm, def- I'm 
Sorry, go on. A lot of the one when I had a look at Australian urban legends, a lot of it is like what I wouldn't really class that as an urban legend. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm definitely one was, intrigued. I think it was um Uh, I might leave that. I might try to do that one. It was weird. I won't say anything about it then. But yeah, there were some stupid ones. That's like, wow, Dougie just. It's not an exciting thing to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) He really did. I was like that. We're looking through some of mine as well. Like going through the list of of some of the ones that the UK has. I'd be going through, and I'm like, I didn't even know that was an urban legend. And it's like, to be fair, I wouldn't even class it as it. But I guess with an urban legend, it's nor fact nor fiction because there's, it's just majority of it, I guess, it's kind of just substantial and the person's opinion on it, really. But, yeah. Sorry, Jess, I realised, obviously, that we're just bullshitting our way through urban legends, isn't you? <laughs> yeah, I've already started on my content for season five and you guys are like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing next week. Season five? <laughs> Do we even know what we... We don't even know what we're doing for season five. We took a vote. Oh, of course. Duh. Oh, of course. Yeah, I've already started working on mine. So, step um, it up. Step it up. Yes, boss. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> the attitude difference then between us. <laughs> Is Amber okay? She's just like sitting there smiling. I don't know, the video's been in and no, out. No, I'm okay. Oh, God. I, for a second, I thought her audio was gone, but it's just really delayed. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we have issues still. It's not a jarred episode without some type of complication. Jarred? Great shit. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Ryan will edit it. It'll be fine. Yes, Ryan will fix it. Said nobody ever. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Only another year, and then we'll all be in the studio together. I fucking can't come soon enough, like that. Gotta put it out into the universe. Manifest it. Manifesting. <laughs> Manifestation works. I'd like to even know what it is, but okay. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Don't give me that look. I'm an idiot. Okay. We gotta go. We get, bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye. See you next week. Yes, really bye. bye.